Hello, what's going on? It's Doug Cunnington here, and welcome to The Doug Show. In this episode, we're going to talk about hosting, website hosting, and the issues that you may run into. And I got to be honest with you, I think basically everyone has some sort of hosting nightmare story. If you have a few websites going or you just have one, if you stick around long enough, your hosting company will probably have a little hiccup, a little issue, and uh, you'll probably have to figure out if you want to switch host, if you're going to stick it out, or what. Marty McLeod joins me, and he's going to tell me about um, a particular hosting company that he had a few issues with, and I will I'll mention it here. It's WPX, and I also reached out to WPX to get a little bit of an explanation about what happened if they wanted to provide one. It turns out they did want to provide one and I was very impressed in the way that they handled it. And to to the point where I'm like, you know what, WPX, I think they're probably a fine host. I've heard really good things about them from every single person I've talked to generally, except for like um, Marty and I think maybe one other person I I saw in uh, like YouTube comments. So generally... It looks like WPX is a pretty good host. Terry Kyle is the the founder. And I'm going to get into some of the details here. I'm also going to share a little story about hosting issues that I've had. Mine were way worse than what um, Marty was running into. Mine was like a complete failure. All right. So it was kind of... uh, it was kind of a nightmare, but you have to look at all the pieces of the puzzle, which I'll explain later, of course. So, in um, my issue was not with WPX; it was with a different hosting company, which I'm actually still with. Um, it's one of those deals where, if you have some major issue that exposes a unknown risk or a failure point that is like just unknown beforehand, then um, when that failure point is hit, usually they fix it and there's a good chance it's not going to happen again. So again, this will make more sense. (laughs) This will make more sense as we go on. And uh, I will mention, if you're brand new to the show, maybe this is the first time you're listening. Thank you. Um, Listen to some of the other shows These success stories are super popular. People love those stories. And um, a lot of times you could hear people like Marty, for example, um, when they hit various milestones of like $500 a month, $1,000, $2,000, $5,000, quitting their job, whatever. So you could hear someone progress over time, over the course of several months or even years. Very cool to do that. And I can't believe I have so many episodes out. But those are some of the popular shows. If you dig those, then please subscribe. And I will be publishing um, some financial independence and like personal finance topics coming up soon. So I'm very excited about that. I'm going to have some interesting and uh, like well-known guests on the show. So like I said, I'm pumped to do it. And uh, that'll be kicking off like uh, the next episode, episode 117. So let me um, let me talk a little bit about the WPX response that I received from the founder. All right, so this is like the CEO and the founder, and I was impressed with the response. So this is from uh, Terry Kyle, who is pretty well known in um, like the internet marketing area and hosting and that sort of thing. 
So I'm going to do my best to read it out here. And I'm going to, I want to share this before we go to, to Marty's story, just because I want to make sure I, I am fair to WPX and I'm fair to uh, Terry, who I, I don't know other than this email that we've exchanged here. I think I've seen his name around, around um, here and there. So, okay, here's the email. I'll just read it uh, verbatim as best I can. Hi, Doug. I appreciate the opportunity to respond to your message above. At WPX Hosting, we successfully troubleshoot hundreds of issues for our customers every day. Issues usually revolving around software conflicts, e.g. the WordPress plugin repository now has 55,000 plus plugins, some of which are banned on other hosting services. In this particular case, we had a conflict between a specific plugin and our security firewall, which required whitelisting, a very straightforward task at our end. However, when the, it's noted here as X, so when the the X WPX customer came back to us on New Year's Eve, the WPX support agent carelessly marked the ticket as answered instead of the in-progress Uh, status, meaning that it was considered resolved, which it wasn't. This was a stupid, basic, and uncharacteristic error at our end, and this mistake caused the customer a lot of unnecessary frustration that could have been quickly rectified. We have fully investigated the case and reprimanded the support agent in question, but that is still of little comfort to a frustrated ex-customer. Though we try as much as possible to help our customers quickly and efficiently resolve issues, a big part of the reason I built WPX in the first place. In this particular case, we have utterly failed and I deeply regret that. I hope that clarifies, Doug. Best regards, Terry Kyle, CEO, WPX Hosting. I thought this response was outstanding. He took responsibility for a mistake. They investigated where the mistake um, happened, the responsible party, and why it shouldn't happen again. And from my consulting days, this is a root cause analysis, RCA. It's a root cause analysis. So you can investigate what went wrong and then outline procedures, if necessary, that will prevent them from happening again. So in general, this seems solid, and I like the fact that uh, Terry didn't he didn't blame someone else. He didn't say, "Hey, it was New Year's Eve, <laughs> like that we didn't have as much coverage. People were in a hurry. Like there's no there's no mis- uh, mistake of him taking responsibility, and there's no passing the blame. They are accepting responsibility." And um, mentioning what happened. So this was a great response. It was concise and it wasn't, you know, trying to spread the blame anywhere else. Great. So um, with that said, I um, I am an affiliate for WPX hosting. So after I, I saw the response, I was like, that's legit. I, I started to look at some of the other people that endorse WPX hosting. And it's a lot of people I know. It's people I'm friends with. So at that point, I'm like, okay, this was kind of an anomaly. This was out of the ordinary. And I don't blame, I mean, I don't blame the hosting company. Things happen, right? This was a pure mistake. Now, 
let me tell you about the hosting issue that I had over at MDD Hosting. I host a few sites over at MDD Hosting, including Niche Site Project, um, my course website, Five Figure Niche Site, hosted there, right? I have a couple other sites there too. It, honestly, I can't remember. Um, this podcast may actually be hosted at MDD Hosting as well. But let me turn back the clock to uh, September 21st of 2018. And they sent out a message. I think I noticed my site was down. I think this was a Friday, perhaps. We are This is what the email said. We're experiencing a major outage across all services at this time. We're aware of the issue and we're working to restore the services as quickly as possible. We will provide more detail when we can. However, we're focusing on restoring services and diverting all energy to those tasks presently. The big, the big issue here is like everything was down. All servers, every single server at MDD hosting was down. And they, they eventually figured out what was going on. So I'll sort of, I'll skip all the details, but basically a server administrator, the most experienced administrator we have made a big mistake during routine maintenance where they were supposed to perform a quote file system trim. They uh, mistakenly performed a block discard. What does that mean? That means the server administrator essentially told our storage platform to drop all data rather than simply dropping the data that had been marked as deleted. So the big problem, right? There's multiple fail safes often with, um, like this sort of hosting where it's production environments. I know a lot of the IT people will understand what I'm talking about, where it's like real users, real paying customers, money is on the line. It's a really big deal if the site goes down. There's usually like redundancy. There's usually fail-safe sort of checkpoints where if something goes wrong, another system will pick up the slack and blah, blah, blah. It turns out they, like MDD hosting, like completely screwed up the data on their like local servers. And they actually had offsite snapshots in storage offsite and they should be able to get it back. The problem was it was all of the data for every single customer, every single server. And the offsite servers were kind of, they were far away. All right, they they were pretty far away physically, and usually it doesn't matter. But the fact is, since it was all servers, all sites, every bit of data, it was taking too long to transfer the data. Um, maybe they didn't have uh, like a big enough, you know, pipeline to send all the data because there were so many. Anyway, at this point in time, I was like weighing the options. I was like, hey, I could. Move. I, I have a backup myself. I can go to another hosting company and restore everything on another like hosting account, open a new account, and I'll go on my way. Right? Should be pretty quick. At this point, I've done you know I've created like a lot of sites, so I could open a hosting account, install some things, restore it, and be good to go. However, the one thing you have to think about is it, if I were to take that route, if I were to leave MDD hosting. I would have to change the DNS servers, getting technical here, but I'd have to change the DNS servers to point to my new hosting company. If you're a nerd like me, you know that sometimes it could take a little while for the DNS to propagate 
new servers. If you move a hosting company, it could take a little while before um, your website is served from the new hosting company. So with that said, I was like, you know what? I may as well just wait it out. They're slowly working through it. It sounds like everyone at MDD Hosting is staying up 24-7, drinking you know, coffee, and trying to solve the problem here. The CEO and founder was like at a, you know, at a laptop or, or whatever, the keyboard himself. And um, I knew that they were eventually going to resolve it. And I had never had any issues with MDD hosting. So I basically looked at uh, the, like the pros and cons and whether or not I'd be able to even get my site up faster than them. So at that point, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to I'm going to go on with my weekend here and hopefully they'll have it figured out. These things happen sometimes. It really sucks, but you know, what, what can you do? So at that point I was like, you know what, it'll probably be fine. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let it fly and see if MDD can take care of it, which they did. They, again, they fully admitted exactly what happened. It was a pure mistake it was a, not just a, you know, a mistake. It was kind of a silly mistake that just shouldn't have been done. And um, there were some pretty big repercussions. I'm sure they lost quite a few customers, but I know when I was checking updates in the like forums on MDD, I saw like a lot of people were like, Hey, we appreciate the honesty. Um, we're going to stick with you and, you know, hopefully you can resolve it soon. Um, thanks for the transparency. So I think that's the big deal. And that that is why I wanted to read Terry's response before we play like the interview here with uh, Marty. And, you know, Marty and I talked about this stuff um, a few weeks before I got the response from Terry. And I think that was a, that was a right way to do it because then I could ask Marty um, questions that were, you know, totally relevant for me from the outside without you know, having, having the sort of reaction that I had. So, um, when Terry replied back pretty quick, I was like, Oh, that's great. I'm glad he's, you know, reaching out like that and making sure, um, that his, his, uh, voice is heard, but also that he is you know taking responsibility and moving forward. So like I said, at the beginning, if you have, um, if you have a website and you have it hosted somewhere, then most likely there's going to be some hiccup at some point. And um, I'll come back on the other side after after the interview here with Marty, the discussion with Marty, and um, just mention a couple other things about hosting. And with that said, let's hear from Marty. Everyone has... Um, you know, if you do this long enough, you'll have some sort of horror story about hosting and like things that went wrong. I have about three or four of them before I learned my lesson. But um, Marty just went through kind of a, a roller coaster ride and it sort of intermingled with other things going on in his world. And um, basically, we're going to dissect that. We're going to talk about um, site ground hosting a little bit and WPX, which are two uh, quite well-known hosting companies out there. I know a lot of people happy with both of them. And uh, we're going to kind of just talk about the real-life experience that Marty had. So Marty, um, take us back. Like You were with SiteGround for a while and you were pretty happy with what was going on. So 
why why were you thinking of switching to WPX? Uh, I guess like this, the natural inclination to I I, I won't use the the phrase shiny object, but uh, I thought well this. Um, I had read Matthew Woodward's article where he tested some hosting companies and compared them. And uh, WPX was one of the ones I was hearing the, the most about in addition to in his article. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice to have a speed advantage? And so it wasn't for any critical, super important reason. Uh, part of the thing was that was going on was I had so much going on that month. And uh, on top of my old hosting was expiring. And then it had the upcoming trip to Chiang Mai, Thailand. And then all this other stuff going at the same time. So I made this decision kind of abruptly, kind of quickly. And that kind of is part of the reason I, I learned <laughs> learned a few lessons out of all of this. But mostly for the speed advantage to answer your question is what I was trying to. Cool. And um, Matthew Woodward's great. I interviewed him um, in another uh, video podcast episode so people could check that out. And I read his blog for a long time. And I remember the article you're talking about because I was just checking out some of his recent content. And I saw that he had very good notes about the server response time. So we're going to geek out immediately. The server response time for WPX versus some of the other bigger hosting companies that are also well-known for speed. So with that said, Marty, do you remember like the average page um, load time for one of the the pages on your site before uh, you moved. Yeah, it's well. I mean, it actually wasn't bad. So uh, for let's say for one that because I actually checked this before I left and came back to site uh, to compare just for having my own records, but uh, data. Uh, one of them, one kind, is like a second, about a second, and some others are just under two seconds. I think. Okay. Depends on what kind of post it is, you know. So you had pretty damn fast load time then, right? Yeah. Okay. So that means you were probably doing most things right. You didn't have huge images. You didn't have like too many, say, YouTube videos embedded or you were embedding them in a proper way. They're not bogging the system down. Not too many uh, calls that slow things down. So you're doing a lot of things right already. And I would say one second load time, you should be pretty happy with it. Um, do you have an idea like what your goal was or you were just like, Hey, if I could speed it up incrementally, that could be good. That was it. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be any huge impact and it's not, it's not a huge factor. So, but it was just, that it's always wanted to improve things. Yeah. <laughs> the tinkerer. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so before we get into the, like what happened in the play by play, I want to um, talk about my wife and I. So she doesn't listen to the show or watch any of the content that I do. <laughs> it would be appalling probably. But uh, basically, th- this makes sense. I'm not taking a huge tangent. So you were trying to optimize for like 99 point, uh, like 9%. Like you're already loading faster than like 90% of the websites on the internet. Right. So if you're loading at one second, it's pretty fast. Like most people are going to be cool with that. And um, you're, you were looking at like the incremental gain, like how, how can you get that last little bit? My wife is a maximizer. That's what you were doing. So you're trying to maximize your results. I'm a satisficer, which means if it's good enough, I usually just move forward I don't really pay attention. I barely give a fuck. I'm like, Hey, this is good enough. And then I just don't even pay attention to it ever again. 
And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes she does find like the best like um, Airbnb or you know, whatever vacation home, like the location's good, the price is low and blah, blah, blah. But it's really hard to optimize all that. And it takes a ton of time to like get that last little bit. It may take you the same amount of time to get from like 99.9 to 99.99 as it did to get you from like uh, 25% up to like 95%. Yeah. So you're like, so like it's optimizing on things that you really won't get much of a gain from. So we didn't talk about it before, but that's what I probably would have told you. But at the same time, I know I've been in that position where you're like, you know what? I'm so close. I'm going to optimize. Like, this is kind of fun. Like there's a little technical aspect and you were like, Hey, it'll be great. You'll even have stories to tell in Chiang Mai. You're like, Hey, I just switched over, cut the load time to like half a second, got this fire, fire fast, like CDN and it's just crushing it. But instead you ran into some issues. Okay. Yeah. So what happened? So you were like, all right, I'm going to migrate to WPX. Right. And um, how, how was the, like the migration and the onboarding initially? Uh, overall, it was really good. I mean, there were some hiccups, but for that, with the little things like the SSL, the usual stuff you run into when you're moving a site, uh, something, the page, not the site not loading when it should, or some other kind of weird problem that was pretty quick to get that resolved. So those are going within that day or so. Okay. Yeah. That part wasn't a problem. Cool. And that's like the DNS propagation. Um, Okay. So for the people that don't know, like the registrar has um, like some servers that that manage the uh, domain name server. Again, we could geek out pretty, pretty far as engineers. So the domain name server, uh, you have to change it and then it routes the website properly. So when someone's looking for the website, it goes to the server at the correct hosting company and all that. And there are servers all over the world and it takes a while for the information from your registrar to propagate throughout the world. So it can take up to 48 hours. Sometimes servers will be changed within like 15 minutes, but it does take a while for all the propagation to happen across all the you know, probably tens of thousands or millions of servers out there managing DNS, right? So, so you get that resolved pretty quick. The sites um, appears to be loading and then what? Uh, so it was a couple of days. Uh, so it was, so I was gone that once I got it, I got it set up, the site set up in transferred before I left on my trip. I got back from my trip. Uh, actually I was doing some work during the trip, but it wasn't until I got back that I started noticing some plugins weren't working right anymore. And uh, I just, I, to the best of my knowledge, I wasn't having that issue before I moved from SiteGround. So I was trying to deal with that. I ended up trying to contact plugin uh, creators, support. One was, uh, they were, in this case, for this first problem, I was noticing this weird problem with the image compression plugins like Smudge Pro, which I already had. And then I tried another one, Magify, had other problems. <clears throat> and then as time went on, I noticed other things not working right, like, uh, other little things I would use that would, uh, I'm not terribly familiar with this stuff, but like a, anything that used Ajax was no longer working. Uh, and further on down the road, I had more problems when I was trying to add schema manually. It, it completely caused a, a forbidden error on, ser- on server error. And I couldn't put my Mediavine uh, video code in, in, in a post either. And all of that failed. And then I kept getting a server error, WordPress. And, uh, but, 
uh, when the first set of problems happened, I opened a support ticket. And that's kind of when I started having issues with support and stuff like that. Okay. And for people that don't know, Ajax, is that just some sort of a coding yeah. thing? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you were having uh, like various plugins not working. You were trying to work with uh, plugin mm-hmm. makers. How many plugins do you have on your site? I mean, are you going crazy with plugins or anything? No, not too crazy. I don't, I try not to do that. Uh, I have a handful. I, I don't know, maybe some plugins have their own plugins just for uh, functionality, but uh, I don't know what 10 or 10 or 12 or something. Okay. So some, so some that, of my, yeah. Some that, of that's my, pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, not unreasonable, I guess. Okay. Very good. Didn't mean to cut you off. So you have about 10 or 12 uh, (laughs) plugins and um, yes, they have a, they're there for a specific reason. I could probably argue with you about a few of them, but but you're doing a pretty good job. You know, I understand. Yeah. Um, So you, you open some support tickets and, and I have heard of some hosting companies like not allowing you to run certain plugins because they are a security issue or, something like that right so that that could be a thing but like you were trying to get help and you were seeking help from various sources so what happened when you opened the tickets the first ticket i said here i'm having this problem here are the symptoms and they they just long story short it was going around around and around in circles so somebody responds well i'm not seeing a problem on they got my login credentials i I set up set up an admin account for them to log in and use stuff <clears throat> and to replicate it. And I, they came, would come back saying, Oh, we don't see any problem. And I would write back, no, it's this specific problem. I sent a screenshot of what wasn't working anymore. And they came back with the same response again. No, I don't see any problem. And I ended up recording a video saying here, this is what is going on here. This, and here's what it's supposed to be doing. Uh, I feel like something's being blocked. And ultimately I got nowhere with that. And they just said, it's not a problem on our end. But by that point, by that time, the, the last responses to the ticket were done. I was saying, uh, I think that's when, uh, I'm trying to remember the timeline, but I think that's when I had gotten response from Smush uh, developer. Uh, she was very helpful, and she found one thing that she said, yeah, they're blocking this function. She had to do a custom little PHP insert into P, uh, a WordPress PHP file in order to keep it working like it's supposed to. So I knew right away there was something going on. But they never really addressed these specific things. When I said this and this, I believe are being blocked. Are these are, are they being blocked? And they just said it's nothing on our end. It's not you know. I never got a really specific re- response to that specific those issues of it, you know. So I dropped it temporarily. I thought I'll, I'll try to get some more proof of what's going on and establish for one hundred percent, and then come back later. Uh, which led to my next ticket, which is semi related, I think, you know. Uh, if you want me to go. Yep. Keep going. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, uh, so I had taken Matt Digby's course and I got inspired to start adding schema markup on my own, my post. I started with uh, my second site and it was just the craziest thing. I started getting this forbidden. You don't have permission to do this on the server error. Forbidden. And I, 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 I think I've only seen that once before so for some other crazy problem, but I've never had an issue before. And so I couldn't add the schema. It was just crazy stuff. Like this should not be an issue. I was added, adding it manually at the footer or excuse me, header of a post. 
but then at the same time, I had just gotten uh, a video made for Mediavine on my Mediavine membership because that's one way to help. Uh, that's a way to get a little extra revenue. So I have it was code. They gen- it generates code for you to insert in a post. And I got the same problem again. And I was thinking, what the hell is going on here? And so I wrote them back and said, here, I'm having a specific problem. Here's a snapshot. And uh, yeah, I, and this guy said that came up with this crazy answer. He said, well, it's your, <laughs> it's your WordPress editor, classic editor mode plugin. And he switched it over to Gutenberg in order to get it to work. AKA like going around the problem and actually addressing the, the, the cause and symptoms. And I saw, I, I made hundred percent sure and that of course was not the problem. So there's nothing I could do with about that. I wrote back, I think I wrote back and, but, uh, but I, I, again, I didn't get it. It wasn't satisfactory dealt with. So ultimately uh, my friend, Adrian Diaz, uh, he, he still had side ground accounts. So he was kind enough to let me copy. Uh, I have a, Aside, I'm not really using, so it's good for stuff like testing or something just to be sure I don't mess up on the ones that are earning money. So I thought, you know, why don't I just prove this once for all what's going on here, that the other stuff is being blocked? Because I saw had another thing where all these little clues, all these little things not, weren't working anymore. They're clearly being blocked. So we copied that site onto his site run hosting, and all the problems went away. And I took, I got some documentation like snapshots, and I wrote, I opened my third and final ticket. And I, I said, basically, here, I've, I've, I've been able to demonstrate confidently that this is, this is your own year and you're blocking this functionality that's causing me all these problems. I just hope I can get this fixed. And I, I threw out this, I, I tried to be very nice about it, be cordial, you know, because you don't want to do things the wrong way. Uh, and that ticket, I got a can reply, which is the one that, autom- I think it's automatic, that thank you for opening this ticket, or we'll reply soon. And nobody ever answered after that. <laughs> And it died by itself. The system closed itself out after it was about three days. Nobody doing anything. Okay. It automatically closes. And at that point I knew what was going on and I knew that I wasn't getting any support I need that I needed. And nobody was specifically addressing my problem. So I'd had enough because this cost me so much time. It was about a week and a half, two weeks, maybe even more of trying different things and going back and forth and yada, yada, yada. And, all that time I, was time I couldn't get work done because I couldn't go, couldn't go forward. And I thought, man, I made a big mistake. And, oh, my gosh. So uh, that didn't work out. So I just went back to site ground. They got me going. And uh, I, I, everything's back to normal. And fortunately, I was even though they say they don't really do it, get, do it anymore, get refunds anymore, and they did. So I do appreciate them doing that. I got a prorated refund because that was almost $400. Yeah. Why was it prorated? Oh, sorry. Why why did they prorate it and not uh, give you a full refund? I guess I don't know. I guess they're just counting the time you use already. I you know. Yeah. Well, well, I think I probably told you you're nicer than me. Um, but, <laughs> but uh in this case for sure, I would have definitely demanded all the money back and I probably would have like filed a charge back with my credit card company okay. because people don't really like to deal with that. Um, little, <laughs> little, uh, tip. No one wants to deal with that. It's not good as a okay. vendor. Um, but anyway, and, and by the way, everyone, I've never used uh, WPX and, um, I'll be reaching out 
to share before anyone sees this. I'll be reaching out to see if they have any response or anything like that. All I'm doing is sharing the story here. And it could have been any, um, you know, not any hosting company, but like people have issues with support. So I, I used Bluehost back in the day and I actually, my site was crashing quite a bit and like they just kind of failed at the customer support standpoint. Uh, and I knew that it was a trend of Bluehost to just kind of screw up support because um, the person that referred me to Bluehost was Pat Flynn from the Smart Passive Income podcast. And he literally mentioned that Bluehost was completely screwing up their support. And Pat even talked to the CEO and I guess put together some sort of a bat phone situation. So people that he referred could get support. Although I didn't know it at the time, that sure would have been nice to know. But anyway, I was like, you know what? F Bluehost, I'm gone. I moved all my accounts from there um, after, after some time and whenever they expired. So I'm on SiteGround and other hosts. SiteGround has been like really, really good, but you know, even big companies, like I said, Bluehost, super popular. You'll see people refer them all the time because I pay a lot of money to referrals um, and to affiliates for referrals. So people like recommend them. And most of the time, they're pretty good. When nothing is going wrong, most any hosting company will do. But whenever you need support, that's like where it's super important. So I think... Um, your story is sad. I'm glad you made it through. I know what it's like to just feel like there's nothing you could do. There's all these bugs that you have no control over. Right. And you're checking everywhere you can. Yeah. So, um, I guess at this point, do you have any tips for people that are like, Hey, I'm thinking of switching hosting for whatever reason. I definitely, uh, yeah, I get at least two lessons out of that. <laughs> so, uh, first thing I, I thought about was, well, you know, I did this in, in a semi-rush. I did this uh, so soon, and I should have planned ahead and given myself more time, not done it before I say I was taking a trip or something, some other event like that. Also, uh, I should, in addition to having enough time, I should, I should carefully dip my toes in it in a way that's low risk. Like I could copy a site and move it over there and try it out, but not go, not go all in yet. That way, if I have to, I can, just, I can switch back real fast. You know, I, or or some way of having it, you copy a test, some little test site or something, so that you don't have to worry about if something goes very wrong. So you have impact your, you know, your earning sides. Okay, cool. So uh, what one thing I'll point out, as you know, I, I don't do much preparation before I start even talking, but I don't know if WPX has a staging area, but I know that SiteGround has a staging area. So you literally can you know, move your site over, get everything set up, test it. It is not live yet, right? Mm -hmm. You want to have the overlap and you, you did software for years, right? So, you know, um, well, and hardware too, but like, you know, the, the sort of like uh, different environments. So if people aren't familiar, oftentimes, like um, I did a lot of work on like cell phone, um, like billing software. So backend systems, but it's very important because it's money and you would have, like a development environment and then a test environment and then like a user testing environment, UAT. And then you would have yeah. maybe another like performance environment. And then you would have the actual production environment where real people use um, the code. 
And usually online, we just work on the production environment and we don't do any kind of testing at all. At the very least, you could have a staging environment where it's up, you can see if it's operating, you see if there's any bugs, any sort of different environmental variables. And um, that, is, that is one of the things from like the, the software testing world. It's like you want to have as identical of testing environments because those are those little configuration things can like change the functionality, create errors or hide errors that are actually there, bugs and all that stuff. So if you have that like with SiteGround where you, you can use the staging environment, you can test all that ahead of time. So that's a perfect, perfect suggestion, Marty. Um, I don't know. Do you know if SiteGround has, or not uh, SiteGround, but do you know if WPX has oh, such that's a... a question. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, okay. No worries. I think it might not, but I'm not sure. Okay. And like anything, it takes, it would have taken longer to do that, but then you would have known like, Hey, this is not working and blah, blah, blah. So, um, quick other question. Okay. Did you contact or think about contacting, uh, Matthew Woodward since you probably signed up through his affiliate link, although I'm not sure. So, uh, I, well, I posted a comment in his YouTube channel under that video about, about it back when I first started having problems and I wasn't getting any real help, but I, I actually was going to go back and post comment or something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, at the time I was waiting to see how everything turned out, but now I know for sure. You know. Okay. Cause I know um, one of, one of the students in five figure niche site, one of your, um, one of your co-students over there, um, he used okay, relax and had some issues with them. And, you know, he emailed me directly and I was like, this is unacceptable. I'm going to like hammer them until they fix the problem. So I got him a full refund after they were kind of wavering, like they, they were trying to get him to uh, keep trying the service. They were going to give him some free stuff, but they still wanted him to, to work with it. He, he was done with it at that point, kind of like where, where you were at at the end. Um, but anyway, I really was hard on okay relax because i was vouching for them right as an affiliate i'm saying hey if you try out this company i think you're probably going to have a good experience and this person had a bad experience so i basically um asked them (laughs) to change their procedures this is what i used to do in my old job like operations like process and all that stuff so except i was on the other side where the clients were (laughs) were hammering me to provide uh, like new plans to prevent um, these issues again. Right. So you, you got to look at the root cause It's a root cause analysis exercise. So I was like, why did it happen and how will it be prevented? And don't come back to me until you have that answered. Otherwise we don't have anything to talk about. Um, so I don't think they were super happy about that, but they did, uh, respond back in positive. So, and the reason why I was like, Hey, did you check with Matthew? Cause other people potentially are going through this and Matthew wouldn't want to be recommending yeah. a company that, you know, there's potentially like uh, dissatisfied customers out there. So oh, I appreciate you reminding me. I'll, I'll take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. And you may want to just, yeah. Uh, shoot him an email. Comments are a really bad place to oh, okay. get in touch with someone. There's too many. There's basically too many, even on his own blog, it may take weeks. He may have assistance. Um, I have VAs that help me with some of those areas, but YouTube comments are basically a black hole. 
So really, really tough to get someone's attention out there. Not, not everybody, but internet marketing, the, the stuff that Matthew and I talk about, some of the comments are just hard to sort through and sometimes not worthwhile. So there's a lot of noise to get to the signal there. So cool. Yep. So I would say, you know, for, for anyone who's thinking of changing hosting companies, you should have a really, really good reason to do it and then give yourself plenty of time. Expect that there will be issues. There's a lot of little things that you won't notice. Like usually you have to set up a new email server, right? You may forget about that. So it's like a new email server. If you have an email client, you have to change the configuration there. You have DNS to deal with. There are probably like five or six other things that are fairly critical that you got to make sure the, you know, you're not messing up. So, okay. Well, thanks Marty. Appreciate it. And uh, I'm glad your, your hosting account is rocking at this point. So much happier now. All right. Well, people, if people have questions or anything like that, feel free to leave a comment or shoot us a, a, a email feedback at Doug.show. Thanks. I hope everyone out there has uh, you know very smooth experiences with your hosting companies and you don't run into any issues, but it seems like it's a universal story um, the more people you talk to. So I personally use MDD hosting, like I mentioned before, for several sites of mine, and I also use SiteGround. I used to use Bluehost, and I guess this is a good time to tie in another one of my hosting issue stories. And um, I, I think it kind of goes together with this WPX issue that, that Marty had, and it seems like it was kind of an anomaly. Um, so I used Bluehost because my, um, you know, my sort of uh, idol from afar or my mentor from afar, my idol <laughs> when I first got started was uh, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income, and he recommended Bluehost. And um, I was like, oh, he recommends that I should probably use it. So I used Bluehost for years, and then I ran into some issues with uh, one of my sites. I had a really hard time getting support, and they would kind of resolve the issue for a day or two, and then I would I would have the issue again. And basically, my my site was down about fifty percent of the time. They couldn't figure out what was wrong. They said everything everything seems to be fine, and then it would keep crashing. So eventually, I I moved to SiteGround, and I've stayed there ever since. I think, right in hindsight, I think. I just reached a traffic threshold that my hosting package wasn't going to support anymore and I needed to upgrade my hosting. However, in, you know, all the all the people that I talked to at Bluehost, no one ever recommended, "Hey, it looks like you're getting a lot of traffic. Maybe you should upgrade your hosting." I would have happily done that, right? That's a good problem to have. I, and in fact, when I moved to SiteGround, I was like, "Oh, you know what? What do you guys recommend? I'm going to p- get this hosting package that you recommend." And it was like a higher end, sort of like semi dedicated type uh, hosting package. So it was like shared, but instead of sharing with like 500 or 800 people, I was sharing with like four. So it was a it was a, a much more responsive server. And that said, the reason why I'm bringing that up is a lot of people to this day still have a really good experience with Bluehost and they still recommend it. A lot of those people are affiliates, right? Like no one's recommending a hosting company 
um, unless they're getting paid for it, right? So I'm an affiliate for SiteGround. I'm an affiliate for MDD. I'm an affiliate for WPX because I know some people are going to say, I've heard of WPX. I liked Terry Kyle's response. I'm going to sign up for WPX because I'm having a hard time with this other hosting company, right? So I know there's like a hosting company for for any person, but for me, I, I pretty much treat it like a commodity, which I mean, you should too. It's like pretty... I mean, they've kind of, they've worked out most of the kinks with hosting. Like, I mean, a a person off the street can set up like a reseller hosting package, right? So um, anyway, going back to WPX, one of the like very strong uh, pieces of marketing that they have is their server response time. So I haven't obviously tested all this stuff myself, but some of the documentation that I've seen for server response time is pretty impressive. So, I mean, SiteGround is very good. It's near the sort of the top most of the time, but WPX seems to be a little bit faster with like server response time, page load time, and just some of the, some of the nitty gritty details, which to be honest, I don't know all the nitty gritty details you need to consider with, uh, with hosting and the, time to first bite and all that stuff. There's a lot of little nuance in there, but generally WPX is regarded as a very speedy host, like one of the fastest. And that is one of the reasons why the hosting company was created just to have like a fast option with good customer support and so on. So all that to say is most people seem to have a good experience with WPX. Most people seem to have a good experience with, uh, SiteGround or Bluehost or fill in the blank. But if you ask around enough and you if you look, you will find people who are unhappy with any hosting company because with as many customers as they have, you're bound to see or hear about someone who's had some issue. And sometimes it's like my experience with Bluehost where maybe if I just upgraded my hosting package, everything would have been fine. Now, I still do contend um, that Bluehost, at least at certain points in time, they kind of screwed up with their support. So that's one of the flaws, I think. A lot of times, if you contact Bluehost support, you're talking to a customer service rep. You're not talking to an admin who has technical skills. You're just talking to someone who's going through a script. And then if there's a technical issue where an admin has to hop on the server and check some files or do something for you, you don't get to communicate with that person directly, at least at the time when I was working with Bluehost. The customer service rep opens a ticket for the admin to do the technical stuff, and then you don't get to work with them. So there's a bit of a disconnect. And what that leads to is number one, it's going to take longer for it to be resolved. Whereas SiteGround, for example, I can hop on chat. It's going to take, you know, a few minutes, a couple of minutes to get to a technician, one of the admins who actually can go check out your server, see what's going on, fix it if they can, or make recommendations um, so you could fix it. So at at that point, it's like if you're removing the customer service rep and you can work directly with the person that could fix your issue, that's going to be better, right? That's going to be faster. So anyway, I think um, just keep all this stuff in mind and 
the experience that I had with Bluehost, like if, if you're getting a little bit more traffic, more and more traffic, and then um, your site starts crashing like intermittently, and it seems to correspond with higher traffic, which I didn't realize at the time. But if, it, if, if you are observing that, then maybe look at adding a, a bit more resources. So you may be able to add like an additional CPU or two more CPUs or more memory, right? Instead of two gigs of memory, maybe you put four or six and see if that alleviates it. Now, the reason why I didn't know that that was the issue is traffic was going up very small amount. It was like, say, 1% per week three percent. I don't I don't remember, but it was it was very, very slow. It was very incremental. So on a given day I was like, oh, that's good traffic. It was only a few more than the previous day. So I, I actually didn't even know that traffic each week was really at an all time high. It was just a very slowly increasing uh, graph, which is nice to see, by the way. If you have any hosting horror stories, shoot me an email at feedback at doug.show and uh, maybe we can all um, sort of feel good that, you know, everyone has had that experience. Oh, one last tip. Always have like offsite backups. I know most host hosting companies do have like daily backups or free backups or some sort of thing. Make sure you have offsite backups where you personally can get to those files. I use a service called Managed WP. It is, uh, I'm not an affiliate for them, by the way. It's relatively inexpensive. I think it's like $1.80 or $2 for like backing up your site. And there's some other functionality in there. If you have several sites, it's a great way to back up like all your sites and have a dashboard where you can manage everything, right? Managed WP. You can like update all of your plugins at the same time and just have like a dashboard of like what's going on. Pretty darn easy to set up and relatively inexpensive. Like I said, if you're just doing one site, it's like a dollar eighty or two dollars or something like that. And then um, if you need to move to a new host, it's fairly straightforward to do. If you want to pull a backup because you are about to say upgrade WordPress and upgrade um, different plugins. Like when a new WordPress version comes out, you can back up everything, upgrade your site. And then if anything goes wrong, you can revert back to the backup. That is super powerful. So I know a lot of people are like, ah, should I upgrade now um, or wait until they work out the bugs for a given plugin or WordPress in general or whatever. And you know, there's nothing wrong with waiting for a, a day or two, but at that point where you can like restore your site at the push of a button and it takes a couple minutes, you could probably upgrade. And then if, if you do have an issue, if there's something wrong, you can revert back. Um, and I do daily backups. So they run at like middle, of, they run in the middle of the night. So um, there's not too many users. It doesn't bog down the server, the system or anything like that. So with that said, I am an affiliate for WPX, SiteGround, um, and MDD. So keep that in mind. If you do sign up, there's links in the description. And I definitely appreciate it if you use um, my affiliate link. All right. Well, everyone out there, have a great day. We're going to uh, wrap it up. going to wrap it up right now. So we'll catch you on the next episode.